What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? We are Pro Wrestling Edge. This is the Brokowski. To my left of the screen, we got Dana Dan O'Meck. What's going on, bro? Oh, shit. You, and I wasn't expecting that introduction first. What's up? I know. That's because I, I could tell. That's why I threw it at you. <sighs> Switching it up. No, 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 the gooch. No, 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 Nick the Gooch. The name's so nice, you gotta say it twice. What's happening? What's going on, brother? Fucking hot as balls today, man. It's like couscous. That is true. It's so <laughs> nice, it's like you gotta say it twice. <laughs> yeah. Right. Nick the Gooch. Just call me Gooch Gooch. Flying in on the shoulder here, we got Jaybird. Hey, Jay, boys. Long time no see. And always, big Kaz, what up? Yo, how's it going, bud? Yep. Fantastic, man. It's been, a, it's been a long week of recovery. As we can all tell, all of our voices are back. My throat's no longer sore. It took a minute to catch We're up down on there. Sleep. Yes, catch up on sleep. We had ourselves one hell of a trip going down to uh, Indianapolis for RPW Flophouse. Fuck, we had a hell of a time before we even made it to Flophouse. That shit. Yeah, where did we start? So, oh. sorry for interrupting, but I'm going to start this off for me by saying fuck the Red Roof Inn, okay? Fuck them. Right ding, up their ass. Fuck Red Roof. I have a bone to pick with somebody. I heard you guys weren't treated too well when you guys were in Indianapolis. So fuck that motherfucker, Larry D. Fuck him. Oh, yeah. Come talking your you're shit. You're Come talking your far. shit and see what you gotta happens. Say fuck other places first. <laughs> you know, it, you know. I reached out to him to try to get him on the show to see. You know, I wanted to have a conversation with the fella, see why he came at us like that. But uh, I got, I got ignored. Fuck Larry D. And his hey, bitch right. ass, stringy ass hair. <laughs> Fuck him. We're just a bunch of marks, though, man. That's all we are. I'm okay with that. I like wrestling. Hey, isn't that what everyone does Apparently, that has a podcast and comes to wrestling shows? Aren't we all marks? That's the person. Listen, he was just, he was just cranky pants because Dread King was about to whoop his ass. And Dread King did whoop his ass. Yeah, so fuck Larry D. Bring his bitch ass back and and, and see if he's going to say that again. I 100% doubt it. I hope he comes back to IWR so we go fuck with him some more. Yeah, that would be actually pretty fun to fuck with him some more. <laughs> Boom! These guys are here too. <laughs> We're everywhere, buddy. I'm going to find out where he's at all the time and just go just to boo him. <laughs> Anywhere, anytime he's close, I'm just gonna be that guy. I'm gonna buy front row tickets. Like, boo! I'm gonna have a sign that says "boo" while I'm yelling "boo." We need to get Clarence to make us uh, a graphic that says "Larry D's a bitch." That's what we need to do. I'm sure we can make that happen. Clarence, hook us up, brother. Larry D's a bitch. That would be awesome. I shall receive. Yeah, fuck Larry. Yeah, back to the Red Roof Inn real quick. I heard you guys had some issues at the Red Roof Inn. Yeah, Larry D was sleeping in our room. <laughs> was it Larry D? <laughs> All right, so now that I think about it, he probably stole our room. That's what happened the night before. That son of a bitch. Right. I want to hear so the story. Time. Somebody was in your bed. Now, they're naked. Scared. That's why. They're bald on the sheets where you were trying to sleep. The corner. All right. So get this. We get there. This. We leave Friday night. Drive through all that fucking rain and bullshit. Monsoon. Monsoon the whole way there. Horrible Burger King. Horrible Burger King right there. All right. So first of all, we go through two things. We get the rain. And we stop at Burger King, get some chicken nuggets that gives us the shits, and Gooch puking on the side of fucking I-70. I didn't Horrible. get chicken nuggets. Brandon had a great meal, apparently. We got screwed. I thought, you know, chicken nuggets would be great. Easy, finger food, 
Worst decision ever. Bro, you got to go with the BK King with all that bacon and cheese. I think you got that new chicken, the new chicken sandwich was dope. Oh, okay. King or whatever. Because those chicken nuggets aren't real, Josh. Yeah, we found that out, Dan. We found that yeah, out. Yeah, we know that. Trust me, my gut is still mad at Burger King. I'll probably never eat any Burger King ever again because of that. True. I second that. They got great sweet and sour sauce. I don't know. Their <laughs> breakfast burrito is on point. That egg-normous anyway, breakfast burrito, King, you dude, eat that shit, Burger you're good King. all day long. Don't go to Burger King. Fuck Burger King. Not a promotion for that. Don't listen to Dan. Burger this- King sucks. Is this going to be an episode where we're just like, fuck this and fuck that? Dude, fuck it. So, well, this is good. This is how the whole story starts. This is just the whole story, you know? Yeah, it's it's, my so now, this, let's get to number three, all... fucking. Number three. We get two Indianapolis. This is about what? One in the morning at this point? Yes. Two in the morning? Two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning. One two. One two. Two in the morning, whatever. We get there. Tired as fuck. My brain's shutting down. Everybody wants to go to sleep. Give us the room key. The dude at the front desk was a dick. Straight douchebag. So we get the room key. Finally, we go up to the room. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Hit that sucker like five times. Nothing. Kept coming back red. I was like, yo, read the directions to make sure I'm just not retarded because I can't read good. And luckily, that wasn't the case. So... Go back downstairs. It's like, hey, bro, the key doesn't work. What's up? He's like, oh, no problem. Takes it. Two taps and a scan later. We got a new room key. Go back up there. Hit it. It's right. Like, come on. For real. <clears throat> Hit it again. We get green to go. Yes. Walk inside. Turn the lights on. And this chick jumps out of bed. Who's in my room? Who's in my room? Who's in my room? Slowly and calmly as possible, I turned around and was like, yo, there's somebody fucking in here. And we all just continued walking away. Just got back in the elevator, got downstairs. I was like, bro, there's somebody fucking sleeping in there. So the phone's just ringing this entire time. And he's just bitch butting this lady that we just walked in her room. At 2.30 in the morning at this point, by the time all the paperwork and shit, parking and all that. He's like, I can tell you what I can do. I can upgrade you. One king bed <laughs> for the price of the roommate I was giving you. I'm like, do you see us right now? Are you kidding me? I was like, us four. Four dudes, one king bed. Like, do you have cots? No cots. No. Dude, I threw a fucking fit. I walked out yelling at this motherfucker, <laughs> dude. It wasn't in the nicest of neighborhoods either. No, God, no. Oh, dude, this was so ghetto. It, <laughs> it was. This was this was a little bad plan on me. We were staying for two nights, so I was a little cheap. <laughs> cheap. So, I learned my lesson on that. But anyway, it still wasn't my fault. I booked this bitch three weeks ahead of time. It should have been ours. But anyway, so we're pissed off sitting in the car. I called 18 hotels. Jordan called 16 hotels. Gooch called like six or seven. And guess what? There's some fucking Comic-Con in town and an AAU basketball game in town. So everything is booked. Unless you want to stay at the La Quinta Inn for $368 a night. And so I... Three, three, three in the morning. Uh, I got a hold of a hotel about twenty minutes outside of Indianapolis. The uh, the home hometown hometown in. Now this is a promotional hometown in. Now these guys had going on. God for the hometown, good old hometown in. They got a toilet outside. (laughs) An outside basketball hoop. You know how beautiful it is to take a dookie sitting outside and underneath the Indiana skyline. So those of you that seen my post of Jordan on the toilet and my, my my caption saying, finally a place to shit. That's why I posted it. We had that whole night and so that was that was I laughed so hard though when you went sat on the toilet and pointed in the sky. 
So you stayed at the hometown inn 20 minutes outside of Indianapolis. Yep. So for a great rate, it was like 200 bucks. Yeah, it was awesome. For two nights. Did you guys have to sleep together, all of you guys? Did you get at least two beds? Two beds. Yeah, two beds. Two beds. Big Gooch bunked up and uh, Big Taz bunked up. <laughs> How much was that Uber ride from 20 minutes outside? We didn't take Uber. I stayed sober. Well, he didn't stay sober the whole time. She drank some beers. Don't let them fool you, people. We're safe home now, so we can lie. He drank some beers beforehand. But it was a 12-hour show, so it's like drink, you know, a couple Six hours and sober up six hours. You could have drank the whole Flophouse show and just sobered up. That would have been a long drive. I did. No, If I had to drink the entire Flophouse show, I probably would have passed out by the end of the last match. I'm a lightweight, bro. I'm a cheap date. We kind of overdid it on the beers, too. But... Dude, them fucking them, them natter days were pretty good though. Definitely stuff. blew my mind on that. Yeah, I was shocked. I, I did I did overdo it. I should have just took the shanties down there and that was good. I had that case of backup. But I was surprised, like nobody really was drinking other than us. Like wrestler wise. I mean friskies from us. That shit. <laughs> That's it what was I was counting But I mean everybody was by us the whole show. I mean, we were wearing zang. That was probably that show right there that we did, Dan. We've had the most people come up and interact and get on or in some way just come and talk to us, even if they weren't on the mic. You know, we yeah, had like that show. <laughs> we had Go ahead, the Brian. Bitcoin boys come over and hang out for a bit. Uh, these guys got visited by Don Georgie and Percy Drews, which apparently I heard Don Georgie said something to Percy. I don't know what it is. I, I went to go take a pee. I come back and this is all happening. So. Um, man, Earl Joseph was there, said a couple words. Yeah, Justin Kyle. So many people. I, I can't even remember everybody that came over. Pilgrim came over. Yeah. Dude, it was more of like the show was going on and like almost didn't really commentate kind of. We kind of interviewed at the same time as we were commentating because we had like people with us, honestly. Like it, it was kind of, it was really cool. Like the listen's going to be really sweet. We just talked and bullshitted and had good time. We didn't call a lot of the wrestling. You're right. I really don't we think thought, we, we did call quite a bit of it. Yeah. Still a good amount. But it wasn't like normal shows go when we go inside out. Where it's just like pretty much straight commentary and we're lucky yeah. we got a person. Some yeah. of the wrestlers were calling some of the shit too. Yeah, Bitcoin Boy sat through two matches yeah. with us. We even had Thrasher on there fucking doing some commentary with you guys, and he was calling matches. Yeah, Thrasher's oh, had yeah, that to me. Yeah, that was good. Man, I there. it was a hell of a day. Great day. It was a long day. Long fucking day, dude. So, it started with Flophouse first, and Flophouse had 11, I think, matches. So... Let's go. Let's go. What was your favorite match, Josh? I was gonna say we do have the list. I mean, we could go over the entire match. There's a lot. So I mean, I mean, really quickly, if you guys wanted to. And we I know we didn't. That, we could just man. we could just talk about was, a few matches so we don't give everything away before it comes out on IWTV. That's true. That's true. That's, that's true. A good one. Yeah. Secrets. You just talk about well, some of our favorite moments. We're gonna go. My favorite match was probably going to be Jordan Dye beating Hoodfoot and retaining the title because I called that one and I thought everybody was kind of on Hoodfoot's side on that one. But that was just a personal one, too. But I love Jordan Dye. And actually, by the way, P.S., thank you, uh, Jamie Dye, for uh, the beautiful picture of Scranton that I got that went through Satu's head. Yeah, that's dope. Got signed by Randy and Satu, didn't you? Yeah, dude, me and Gooch made out on some merch like a motherfucker. <laughs> that show. Oh, actually, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it here. Hand me that, this fucking sexy thing right here, boys. Oh my God, this thing. I love this thing so much. My oh, Kendo, Kendo stick. 
Oh who, my god. Who who did break it over whose head? All right, so it originally started. Well, it, this was supposed to be Jake Chris's from the last RPW show, but this kendo stick ended up being used not once, but in two matches. Three matches? Chuck got hit with it. Yep, Chuck and uh, Chuck and Herzog used it. It sat out there by a match for like I think it was out there it during. Was, uh, it was there there during Dread King and uh, Otis Kogar. And I feel like it was out there for another match, but I can't remember which one. I think it was too, but I don't think it was actually used. It was out there all day. Wasn't the wasn't it used in the street fight? I think this one was because they had two different ones. I think it was even just for the tag team match. I thought that's what I'd say. Yeah, the street fight. fight. Oh yeah, the street fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got not only that, but you guys have seen my recent uh. Fucking merch horniness coming out getting ring worn merch. I got Schwartz's ring worn uh shirt from his last death match against who was it, Josh Crane at RPW? Yeah. yeah. And then at that same show, I got Randy's entire outfit, her top and her shorts from her match with uh Mickey and Knuckles that night. Dude, that shit. I can't wait to Fuck see you in it. Oh dude, I'm gonna rock the fuck out of that. I mean, I don't know. And my just butt, to be, butt. just to interrupt, I sent you guys my predictions for this show, and I also had Jordan die retaining, Josh. So you weren't the only I agree. You was on the podcast to report for Hoodfoot. That's what I was going off of. I forgot you, you did say that. Now, Josh, we're going to disagree. We went 50 50 on that. Me and you both said Jordan die. It is recorded. So we didn't go to the, back to the podcast previous when we did the hype show. Everybody was. Oh, I, I swore everybody was on Hoodfoot's side on that one. No, just me me and Gooch are the only ones that ever subside against you guys, I swear. Yeah, you guys are so goddamn good at calling matches half the time. Don't matter. He made a tap, though. He did. He made that a bad ass So who's, who's that? You know, that was real quick. We didn't even really see it happen, honestly, because we were – that's one of those moments when we were all chit-chatting with everybody. Yeah, there was quite a few of those. <laughs> After that show, though, who who's next in line to go up against Jordan Dye for that belt? Shit. We had some good match. Zodiac get a chance to come back and go for it? Who won that uh, five-way? Apollo. Who? Apollo beat uh, Thomas, MM3, and Thunder Kitty. Apollo? Yeah, yeah he came up. It came Apollo down to and Jordan died. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. It came down to MM3 and Apollo at the end of the match. Dude, it was fucking – it was awesome. Yeah, was that was a really good match. What about Schwartzy? Schwartzy – didn't he win? That was a great match. I, I wanted to get to his match with Marion Fontaine. Yeah, I actually really, I really enjoyed that guy. He, he's he's like the old timey wrestler, and uh, he was entertaining. Yeah, him and Schwarzy. Yeah, he has like he seems like he would probably be like a good vaudeville tag partner with uh, fucking Arthur. Yeah, he's very technical and talented, and he definitely kind of looks like Aaron Rodgers a little bit. Okay. I knew you guys were going to bring this up, so I waited until it got brought up. Side note, Aaron Rodgers is coming back and playing this year. Suck my balls. Yeah, part of his contract is he's leaving next year. But did you see that? The agreement is he plays this year, and then he's gone next year. Oh, well, he can play this year. We'll figure it out. F- well, F- hey, it doesn't right? matter. doesn't matter because did you guys see Tom Brady's fucking training video that's blowing up the internet right now? Good that, Lord. Fuck that, Tom that, Brady. That that fake fucking computer-generated picture of him throwing a football into a football thrower machine? Yeah, First of all, Tom Brady never He threw a football into the machine. I'm glad we couldn't hear you. Like, now we couldn't hear you because I'm sure it was bullshit, whatever you said. Back to wrestling. 
Because that's what we're here for. What was your favorite? Oh, what was your favorite match? My favorite match. I would honestly say like that. Uh, I like the way it opened up with uh, Sheepy and Crash Jackson. Those guys were just two big boys going at it. And I really like Crash. I, I do. I like Crash Jackson. I think you might see a little feud between them, you know, down the road at, at Flophouse with that disrespect. He showed uh, Sheepy with stealing his lantern at the end of the match, too. Like Crash has been in a couple flop houses. Uh, I know on private stash also. He's pre- he's pretty good. Yeah, he was in that uh, title shot five way dance oh, at um, when we were down there for where Jordan Dye originally won it. Yeah. Can't remember oh, what show that was. Yeah, Shake and Bake. Thank shake you. Yeah, Thank the you. all fuckery goes match. And then the second match, the opening match, and the second match is really entertaining because that was the uh, tag team partner drinks, and then the other one wrestles. That was interesting as all how with Shauna Reed and Cody Hawk versus Navon Engl- England. Yeah, we had a little uh, we had a little spat with uh, what was it? Uh, Eden. Eden. Eden Von England. Eden, yeah. She came up and was. Uh, Trash in America a little bit there. A little bit. On the, on the, on a little the, bit. On the show. On the show. On the show. Saying how much she uh, she hates America. And uh, she's, she's definitely opinionative. Not afraid to let anybody know it. I'll tell you what. I think they were all a little toasty before that match even started. Sydney came out with one shoe on. He only came out with one shoe? I thought he lost no. the shoe when he fell into <laughs> when he bumped, when he ran into the nope. corner post. He came out with one shoe. Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought he lost. And then I proved. And then was it uh Sydney and Cody fell asleep in the middle of the ring? Uh, yeah, I they was tied up yep. and just kind of slowly snoozed on out. Yep, because that's when both uh, Eden and Shauna had to get involved. And then I mean, we said it earlier, you know, Larry D went ahead and had a. Uh, so-called match there with Dread King, but before the match, he wanted to run his mouth towards us a little bit. And uh, a little bit, the dude spent 20 minutes, an entirety of a match itself, talking shit just to us. Actually, it was longer. Yeah, it was definitely longer than the match. That's for sure. Had to cheat to disqualify himself because he knew he was going to lose the Dread King. Yeah. Well, you heard it before when we opened this up. Fuck Larry D. Fuck Larry D. <laughs> his bitch ass. Let him try to come at us again. Fuck him. I'll fuck his shit up. An impact star. You respect me. Yeah. And then, oh God. Our, our okay, sponsor, Matt, they come out. We had to take a little intermission because they had to put a motherfucking cage up around the ring. Motherfucking cage. Why? Shout Justin Pilgrim took on. that up too. Like that cage, that cage was not white because oh, Satu Jin. Sat, remember Satu Jin tried to pull it out from underneath the ring in his match versus Randy. Yeah, <laughs> tried grabbing it the whole side of it by himself, and you could tell he was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> this is heavy." But he like, it all out of there. Yeah, it took a good good twenty minutes, half hour for them to set up that cage. It was a nice cage too. Like that was sweet. Independent cage I've ever seen, and that bitch was top of the line, yo. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Like I said, it kind of reminded me. I forget what event it was from of CZW, but it reminded me of CZW's cage that they have, with how they have it, how everything's welded together, and the style of the yeah. cage itself. So fucking dope. Like if they had like a platform to put on top of it down there, that would have been awesome as hell. That'd be sick. But yeah, in, in uh, Justin Pilgrim's last match, he yeah, laid it all on that fucking line there. Dude, that's to say the least. They, He really fucking left everything out there, man. And it was great, too. I was a good back and forth, back and forth. Barbara took the win, though. 
It was no. So, I, I, yeah, it was really good. We can't hear a word you're saying, bro. I'm way too far. My bad. I was leaning the wrong way. <laughs> Hats That's off to Ronnie. Hats After off to Ronnie. He's the man. Uh, Carver is is the fucking monster. Um, book that guy on your shows. Yeah, Carver's dope. Carver's a beast. Hey, he's uh, I'm plugging him a little bit. He is. Got some openings for all of 2022 right now. So, uh, all you guys listening, look out for this man. I mean, he's already taken bookings for 2022. Like, he's – people are watching him. He's doing pretty great. Yeah, there's a lot of eyes on him. He's moving up. Yeah, he's getting sure. ready to, to fight Gangrel. That's going to be sweet. That is cool, yeah. And then after that, we had uh, – a. I don't know. Do we even have an intermission going into RPW, or was it just like a quick ten minute? Or I can't we remember. Had like a, we had like a quick 10, 15 minute intermission. Guys, I'll be right back. Just keep uh, keep doing your thing. Got poop. Yeah, it's got the poops. Actually, I don't. Somebody's at the door. He's got poop. He's, He's got, got the poops. Well, don't let him see. He got the poops. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll we'll give out one little spoiler alert here. It, it's uh, it's uh, still carnage for a reason. So they ended up leaving the cage up. Every RPW match was inside the cage, and that was, I think, like seven. And mind you, that's nine. that. That once it actually, once the match actually made it to the cage, in most cases. And the cool thing was, was some of the matches was inside the ring, inside the cage, and they didn't even utilize the cage at all. Like in uh, Schwartz's match with um, was it Sage Sage Phillips? Sage, thank you, Sage Phillips. Yes, the Ring Wizard. They didn't even use the utilize the cage one single time the entire match. Schwartz did his entrance and shook it, and that was the last that was touched. And that match was really good too. That match was another submission match that ended up really doing real well with Schwartz taking the W on that one. The BDE baby, but uh, the ring wizard there, Sage Phillips. I dig that guy a lot. I've seen him, all, we've seen him quite a bit now in RPW, and I hope to see more of him around. He's another guy people should look their eyes on, too. And we had another match Randy versus Neil Diamond Cutter, that light tubes match, bro. That shit was crazy. My fate, my favorite part about that though is like when randy hit neil with these light tubes he just <laughs> his, his, his reaction to some things were just like epic you know yeah i definitely wouldn't have been able to hold it together in the ring if i were in there he's doing shit like that i probably would have just stopped and started laughing And that dude, I'd say they broke what? Probably over a hundred light tubes. Easily, maybe close. It was probably close. So there was there was quite a few fucking light tubes I was broken there. So really that was dope. Oh, and by the way, I got our patches on the way too, Gooch. I ended up getting one for you because you asked for one. But uh, yeah. I owe you? it was like five bucks. That's it. So, by the way, plug Neil Diamond Cutter. He got some patches for $5 right now. Hit him up on social media. Man, I was still pretty drunk at this point. What other matches did we have? Well, we had an awesome one, too, which we also had another part in it. The Family Crest, as we called it that night. The good old Sludge Hammer. It was a Cinderblock match. <laughs> there it is. As Justin Kyle put it, the family crest been in the family since 1902. That was Josh Crane versus Lord Crew. That was a banger. I'm surprised that old ass sledgehammer stayed together when Crew started smashing all the cinder blocks with it. Smash four cinder blocks. And then taking that fucking suplex on top of that pile. 
And when they were still in tech, Josh Crane took that like rock bottom, you're a Nagi kind of thing from crew on that. That shit was nuts. That's my first center block match. That was that was that was really cool. First center block match and first time handing out a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> Is really but, uh, something that was yours got used in the match and it stayed. Speaking of, stayed intact. Yeah, I ended up getting it signed by both of them too. I don't remember whose match it was. It was during Flop House, but they came out to our table and used my belt again. They bounced. Who was, what was they bounced it? somebody's head off my title? I'm, I, I must was, have missed it. I was fucked up. You'll have to listen to the podcast when we drop it because it's yeah. on there. I don't, I don't remember it either. I don't remember. But it'll be on there, that's for sure. That was probably one of my bathroom breaks. Oh, dude. I had so many. I was I was pretty drunk at this show. By I halfway through RPW, I was full cool. But um another uh match that I enjoyed quite a bit was uh Good old uh, hometown homeboy there, Chuck Stein, taking down uh, Herzog. He actually just recently posted a picture of his underwear from when he took the choke slam on the tag strap door, and it was just straight ripped to shreds. Like, legitimately, it looked like a velociraptor just went Wah-wah! right on his ass. Yeah, that fucking hurt. That one had to hurt. <laughs> like, you know? You're like, yeah, it hurt. Yeah, I, I <laughs> Dude, those tax straps are like a motherfucker. I hate ripping those up. I think I actually have a picture of Chuck all bloodied up from that match. I have to go back and check. And Herzog was crazy. He was like staring over at the table. What the fuck language was he speaking, Dude. bro? What was he saying? or something. Boscar. Boscar. Like yeah. What the fuck is this? Like. Well, we had Larry D talking shit to us and Herzog casting voodoo spells on us. Got kicked out of the Red Roof Inn. Yeah, I was out. Yeah, same here, same here. So we're living it up. Who knows what we said? <laughs> but uh, another good match that where they really didn't use the ring too, too often, except for there towards the end, was uh, Percy Drew and uh, Mitch Hewitt. Was followed out by JC Harvick. Harvick oh, dude. Sorry. When fucking. Uh, First, you went to the top? Yeah, and jumped off the top of the cage. Only, only, only wrestler that night that did that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and he that took awesome. every bit of that fucking landing straight to the mat, too, dude. That was rough. That went out there. I got that on video. Yeah, that was a good one. That was, yeah, that was insane that he did that. And I think he just won a title the other day, too. Yeah, I can't remember where it was. So it was a good one, too. It's like IAW. I don't want to say IWA, but it was IW something. IWC? Yeah, I'm not sure. Is that promotion out out in Milwaukee that he he works for? I think so, yeah. He beat Neil Diamond Cutter for it. So I was like, shit. Way to go, kid. Damn. Yeah, right. He's making a name for himself. Yeah, he's coming around in these uh, deathmatch scene here. Yeah, the past two matches I've seen him in since he's been doing this deathmatch, these deathmatches, dude, he's banged the fuck up, dude. His back is tore up. Percy Power. Yeah. Percy Power. Yeah. Definitely should get uh, invite to Prince of Deathmatch next year. I would definitely like to see him in that. Chuck needs to go before Percy. I'm sorry. I love Percy, but Chuck needs to go before Percy. Chuck needs to be in the king. He don't Chuck need to is, he needs to go over to Prince. He needs to be in the king of the death match. He needs to be right now. He should be he should have gotten an invite this year and he should be down there. Cause I think that's this weekend or next weekend. I think it was this weekend. Somebody posted on social media that uh, Ch- Chuck gets on more shows that are on IWTV. He's going to get those eyes on him. 
So he'll, he'll get those invites to those big deathmatch tournaments. So hopefully he gets more of these opportunities on shows that are um, on IWTV. I don't think they announced it, but I'm really looking forward to who he's fighting at Horror Slammers GCW. They have an announcement, but apparently you know. No, no, that's what I said. I don't think that they have made an announcement. I was hoping one of you guys would have been like, no, they did. He's fighting. <sighs> yada, yada. Like, no, nah, I don't know nothing. I wish I did. Shit. They'll probably end up putting him up against Schlack again. I hope not. I've already seen that. I like it, but I've already seen it. Yeah, I'd rather they him. Oh, uh, uh, they just announced Eric Ryan's already in a match. <laughs> Eric Ryan, John Wayne Murdoch, and Tommy Vendetta for the uh, right there. Mancer is supposed to be there. I'd like to see them two go at it, just in a good old fashioned slugfest. That'd be dope. Checking Mancer. I know we don't talk about like the big, the bigger time promotions, but fucking Matt Cardona. Couldn't be happier, man. History. History was literally made. Dude, he has the most heat on him. What? True. From, true from someone too. that they WWE had no idea how to use. And now he had the most heat. They were throwing fucking beer bottles at that guy. Those fans oh, hated him. That's what you oh, call getting yourself over. Matt Cardona is the fucking man. Dude, and I give it to him. That man took a fucking beating during that match. You guys see the leftover photos he posted? Good lord! Did you see the ones from uh, from the hotel room the, in the, yeah, the, the bed? He's all covered about, in blood. Yeah. yeah. That was yes. like the next morning. He gets out of bed and the bed's got blood all in it. <laughs> but yeah, for someone that. I mean, he always found a way to get himself over on his own in WWE, but to be probably the most hated person by GCW fans. Has anybody in GCW in recent mind got fucking beer bottles thrown at him like that and then the place fucking rioted like they did with him? That was that was awesome. <laughs> now they're doing what? Uh, MDK versus 440. Yeah. I guess uh, RSP came out and helped, pretty much helped uh, Cardona win the GCW title from. Yeah, there was like a little fake baby face yeah. turn for, for um, RSP and then he low blowed uh, Nick Gage. Yep, so they're setting up a rivalry between them. Yep. For what I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, SGCU. Is that what they're called? SGCU, uh, Mancer, and Threat. Uh, not Thrasher. Uh, Justice. Yeah, it's them and uh, Alex Cologne. Isn't he with, with them in that match? The MDK gang? Isn't he yeah. in that match? And then, isn't it? Nick Gage, Alex Col- uh, Cologne, Mancer, Justice, yeah. and Nasty Leroy. Isn't that the match? Isn't that who's going to be together? Or, or am I wrong on Leroy? Uh, I'm not really sure. Mm. I kind of, you kind of froze out on me. All I know is that Eddie Only's back. He, uh, he's been missing longer than I was. <laughs> That's true. Missed for a while. They came out looking like Sandman. Yeah, pretty much. Anywho, after the show. Anyway. We, uh, it's a joy we to keep back, us on track. Went back and uh, had ourselves some good uh, Applebee's. Then uh, apparently I fell asleep Made conversation a couple times, but woke back up and continued the conversation. You did. I was about ready to fall asleep at Applebee's out there. 
As soon as we get back to the hotel, dude, it took maybe five minutes and you were snoring. Me, Brandon, and Josh were actually sitting here talking. And you come out of nowhere like, yeah, man, totally. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, dude, where the fuck did you just come from, man? You were literally just singing us the song of your people fucking. And then all of a sudden you're back in the conversation. A skill. It's a skill. Crazy. Yeah, if you ever got a chance, don't share a room with Jordan because he is the loudest fucking snorer ever. He's even worse when he's drunk. I was going to say, yeah, I was definitely drunk, so I was really loud. He sounds like a wild boar at times. This was a time, like drunk. a whole bottle of Hennessy. He was calm. Yeah, he was calm, the, the show. Yeah, I like Hennessy Jordan. I don't like beer Jordan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate that. I'm trying to switch over. I'm because. It's the classy stuff that keeps me under control. I stay well, classy. It was funny because, like, they came over and asked if we wanted to be the uh, the, the timekeeper again. And uh, they looked at – Chris asked me, and I said, no, I can't. I was like, I just can't do it right now. I was like, Jordan can do it. Let him do it again. And he was all – got his glass, taking his sips. Ding, ding. Perfect bell ringing the whole night. I'm going to give For you real, that. this guy's a pro now. You can find me at Jaybird Lost His Mind for bell, bell ringing prices. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for real, it was good, though. Like, dang, you did a good one. You can hear that shit. You know how sometimes you just get the little pink, pink? It's my fucking bam! It was a good man. Holding his glass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish you had some ice right now in a cup so you could hear it. You like, can hear it on the podcast. For real. The next show we go to and we, we feel like you might be the timekeeper again, make sure you have like a fucking Playboy robe on and shit with your little <laughs> rock glass. You're just sitting there like, ding, ding. We need to get Jordan a shirt made that says, I'll ring your bell. Oh, oh, I like it. There like you go, Jay Bird. He'll ring your bell. Somebody, please do it. <laughs> sold, baby, sold. Uh, Get your pre-order for your next round of Pro Wrestling Edge shirts. What's funny is at the very end, the, the head of the hammer just somehow fell off. Ask Justin Kyle what happened. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Don't blame Justin Kyle. He likes us. <laughs> we don't need another Larry D situation with Justin oh, Kyle. The, the, the hammer. Oh, no. We don't. I had him rolling, dude. I had him rolling. <laughs> he literally hung out with us the entire show. The entire show. Or then, you know, when he had to do match shit and stuff. But, um, yeah, I told y'all. It broke out. It was bro- it's been broke. Because remember, I, th- I could have swore the last time we used it. The same thing happened, and I asked Chris, and he was like, no, the first time we used it, it snapped off. <laughs> so I think they used the hammer at the flat side instead of the round ball peen. Ball peen. Ball peen. The correct ball bell ring. Everybody knows. But it was a great show, and then, you know, I drove home the next day, and we all made it back safely. Yeah, dude. And that was the whole trip. After breakfast, after the offer that we were made, there was no way I was driving all the way home. <laughs> and then I literally was just like, I was like, I'll drive us home right now. I was like, let's do this. I was like, we're going over and hanging out for a bit. Yeah, dude. I that was fun as fuck. Never, never in my life saw myself doing some shit like that. That was cool as hell. It was one hell of a great trip. All in all, like even the bad Friday shithole. Into Saturday is graceful perfection. Like I just wish we would have got some sleep. That's graceful all. Graceful perfection. Yeah. What is that? Uh, that is a new term that I'm about to just start making up and start going with. T-shirt. It means that Schwartzy and Chris put on phenomenal shows and booked great shows, and it was awesome. Josh, you gonna say T-shirts? Gracefully perfection. And everything after we woke up was perfect. Everything. The food was great. The drive to the show was great. Drinks at the show were great. The show was great. 
tribe to the Pancake Emporium, dude. No. Emporium and Blueberry Hill. Blueberry Hill. I was going to say, don't forget Blueberry Hill. Hey, shout out Sam, our waitress. Hey, Sam. Hey. She forgot who we were even were 10 minutes. I swear to God, she did. That's why there was no there was no way we were going back the next morning. Let's just go meet up at the Emporium, man. I don't know. I did have Downriver Dong on my back. Yeah, so. dude. But we were at <laughs> Applebee's. Applebee's, right? So we're sitting there eating. And Jordan, you know, has shorts. He's Downriver Dong on the back of his shirt. And we're eating. And this guy was literally walking out of the bathroom. And he stopped. It just gave Jordan's shirt a funny-ass look. And then took off walking away. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Why, what was he like, Jordan, to do was just checking you out? <laughs> Didn't we have people in one booth across the taking restaurant pictures taking of pictures us. of us? Yeah. We're all in there in our like, like, look weird up, outfits and shit. I look up and this girl's like this. Yo, you find us on TikTok, send us that shit. Please. World send star. We were, we were. Balling in our fucking Hawaiian shirts, man. So what you guys are I saying, you guys you had a good time. High socks. Oh, dude, it was a blast. It was it was vibe. As always, man. As always. It was but uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Best one yet. That's gonna be tough to hard. Tough tough. <laughs> to it's, gonna hard. it's gonna be tough to hard that one. Damn it. My brain but- went to dirt. It's gonna to be tough to top those, those that show, the double header show for you. sure. Thank I agree you. with you, Josh. I agree with you. But as we bo- all know, as we all know, fucking Flophouse and RPW, they always, always put on a good show. They never disappoint, man. So if you guys oh, yeah. get make it out to these shows, people, fucking get to these shows. You're gonna have an absolute blast. The fan interaction between the wrestlers and the fans and just the interaction with the people around you, man. It's a blast. And RPW does have a show coming up. August 28th is their next show. Wait for more details. They have announced that they have a show coming out. Spooky. Uh, I seen that it's like a little gif. It was some spooky stuff. So I'm excited to see what's going to come with that. There's actually a lot of those coming up. Fuck Larry D. Fuck Larry D. Yeah, fuck Larry D. Fuck Larry D. You bunch of marks. We're about to eat my this fuck Larry D. Fuck the Ramada. Burger King. Red Roof Inn. Suck a cock. Oh, yeah, it's a Red Roof Inn. I said Ramada, my bad. I don't know. Okay. Harder. <laughs> Apparently, what, what was that waitress that for, forgot about you guys? Fuck her too. No, she was. Oh, she was, was really, that was a really busy restaurant, so I'm like, I doubt she ever. I mean, she asked about what we were doing. You know, pretty much like, what's with you, fucking weirdos? Right. We definitely. Yeah, I y'all dressed in some pink ass shit. You got pink socks on. Sure, you got. And I totally. I can only imagine what people say when they see us when we're getting ready to go to a flop house show. Like, I would like to be able to read people's thoughts at that point. All looking, that's for sure. Because we're all mad. We had different Hawaiian shirts on. Each one was more ridiculous than the other. I had like flying swans on. It was like blue and pink. It was weird. I don't know what it was. I give it to Jordan, man. Jordan had the fucking best shirt out of us all, man. That shirt was dope. Yeah, he did. He did. And then he put the Downriver Dong on the back of it. And I forgot about that all during the day while we were in the Blueberry Hill. And that place was packed, bro. Then we had a bunch of old people around us. Brandon's dropping fucking racks onto people behind us. Oh, yeah, that was that. It happened. It happened. I mean, it did happen. Blueberry Hill. I got my, my Chuck Stein dirty white boy shirt on underneath my vest, so you know, just about as crispy as you can go. Josh, we can't hear you again. 
I gotta stop with leaning back. So I'd say yeah. tank top. It's a flop house. You ain't fat, Joe. You don't need to be leaning back. That's that Joe all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's yeah, a great damn time. No other news. Nothing else to really talk about, huh? I mean, aside from what we do know about the upcoming shows, you know, like we said, we've got GCW coming to town here in the next few months. They're going to be running two shows that I know of within just a couple of days of each other. One is a joint promotion show and one is of their own. So if you guys are able to make it out to that, I can tell you right now, Alley Catch is going to be there. Not going to want to miss that show. Slack, definitely a man you don't want to miss seeing. Man's crazier than a motherfucker. And uh, go ahead, Josh. For GCW, not a GCW Horror Slam. I don't know about that. This is just strictly the September second show. Just GCW. The man himself, Nick fucking Gage, is scheduled to be there too. And props to him for making his AEW debut too. Yes. It's a big, dude, this is an awesome time for wrestling right now, man. Coming back over there just like everything. Way coming around again. Like it used like it did back in the the nineties. Yeah. How we used to talk about. And honestly, I like how he came out with MJF, man. That shit was dope. His tweet was awesome. He was like, yo, I still got this jabroni. I don't care. He's just paying me. I was like, that's so sweet. I'm like, good thing he's still being himself. He's not changing just because he's going to the, t- the big time. Hey, man, anybody got some uh, last words? Fuck Larry D. Let's end it on that. Let's Fuck. Do it, dude. Let's do it. Fuck you, Larry hey. D. Bitch. <laughs>